Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, as they are bringing the Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website or use the mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Bet Online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. Enjoy your independent time this Saturday. In review with students facing a long wait for their Leaving Cert results, we reveal what they can expect from college life in COVID times. In Weekend Magazine, go inside our country houses and meet the families who live in them. And in sport, the high price of Liverpool's Premier League success. Get the real story and the millions spent by the Reds. Irish Independent on Saturday. Real stories worth paying for. Imprint or subscribe at independent.ie. Well, it's a big show. Our, uh, there's a big surprise. Mm-hmm. There's a rim arrival. Mm. So well, now it's not a surprise now anymore. Now it's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on the surprise. Yeah. Also, uh, we'll uh, get into Ken Miles and his Mustang and some of the uh, results from uh, many of the auctions. A little hot Goodwood. Yeah, a talk. Goodwood event coming up. Goodwood event you guys should experience as well. First, I'll tell you about Meguiar's car. Waxes have come a long way last year. Meguiar's introduced a hybrid ceramic spray wax. It's advanced SIO2 hybrid technology. Delivers ceramic wax protection and durability. No rubbing, curing, or buffing. Provides extreme water beating action. This year, Meguiar's launched their liquid version seals the paint for long-lasting protection against the elements easy to use apply it like traditional wax and uh, they also have the ceramic spray detailer which i love i'm 
done taking the car to the car wash. I, I just spray detail it with Meguiar's and wipe it down. Saves a bunch of money and water as well. Removes contaminants like uh, dust and fingerprints, bird droppings, boosts the gloss, enhances protection. Ceramic? Well, it's made easy now with Meguiar's. <laughs> Get it on. Got to get on to church. But get That's right. Welcome to Carcassero Crawl. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, Hello, over doing? there. Running around, man. Uh, all right. So we have uh, all this auction stuff to kind of get to and some of the some of the surprises and some of the mm-hmm. predictions and the Ken Miles Mustang. And uh, there was a Lambo 400 that went. And we can kind of talk about... Where we think the uh, market is going, and maybe we should give you guys some ideas on some cars if you want to invest in something. Uh, first, JB Weld. That's right, JB Weld, proud sponsor CarCast. Their epoxy adhesive used by uh, pros and DIYers and trusted for fifty years. And you can get it at jbweld.com and wherever, wherever at Home Depot, all that O'Reilly, everywhere. JB Weld. All right, so um, the Ken Miles uh, Mustang, your prediction was $3 million. Mine was a two six five. It blew me out of the water, and even even you at yeah. uh, two eight five with the VIG, obviously. 385. Oh, sorry, yeah, 3, 385. 385. Yeah. So, but now broke the record, most expensive Mustang ever, the Bullet, which was recent. Uh, was the most expensive. At two and, seven. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad the Ken Miles car beat the Bullet mm-hmm. car. You know, mm-hmm. one's kind of a made up car. Cool, but made up car, and the other has, I don't know, just just has some real, not movie history, but like actual history, history, history. Yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> you know, I agree. Like, the not bullet. made up history. It's it's earned history. I don't know. They're, well, they're, they're okay. different. I just like the racing the, history the, more. The than... f- first things first. Um, a GT three hundred and fifty in it of in and of itself. Uh, sixty six. I think this car is a sixty six. So that car in and of itself is two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. If you just want a stock one, then. When you get to the uh, GT three hundred and fifty R, yeah, at least before this, you were at five hundred grand, maybe six hundred grand. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the base because this is a GT three hundred and fifty R. So yeah, the the base value of this car is about five or six hundred grand before you get into the test mule and the Ken Miles and all that kind of stuff. Now the Bullet Mustang. The base price on that car is seventeen five. I mean, if you <laughs> want to just get a Mustang, a green Mustang, and put a Adelief suspension in the rear and a, oh, a what do they call that? A torsion bar, a traction bar, a Nerf bar. What the hell is that stupid wheelie bar in the back that they put on the back of the uh, yeah. live rear? Yeah, like the Lakewood bar, sort of the traction bar. It's a traction bar. and uh, Sometimes called a slapper bar. Hmm. Maybe that could be a little bit different design. Somebody and throw, would know better than I would. Throw like a, you know, Holly double pumper on it and stuff. You know, it's like, oh. you could build that car. <laughs> That's 20 grand worth of car. So yeah. who cares? And then it was in the movie, which is cool. And it was a great chase scene and, and all that kind of stuff. But the Ken Miles car is the first R. And it yeah. was kind of the test mule. And it was nice to see uh, Pete Brock involved 
with the he did a little video and talked about he's listed as one of the drivers for the car the uh, mustang mm-hmm. so people kind of have it as the ken miles mustang but the few other guys drove the car and uh, brock is is amongst them yeah so that's cool and uh one for a ton of dough i more than what we thought but i think it 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 earned the right amount of money you know i don't i don't think and mm-hmm. and look i I think the Ken Miles car now should bring up the GT three fifty R's. Yes, right. You know, well, I think the three fifty is cool, but the three fifty R's being what thirty four or something yeah. made. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why isn't that a million dollar car? Yeah, well, I think it is now, and I also think you, if you are, if you bought like the Shelby Museum. You know, I've always said GT40s were like undervalued mm-hmm. cars because while the Ferrari GTOs and some of the Ferrari Le Mans stuff, P400, P, I'm trying to think, uh, you know, the, the five, whatever the P's were. It's got too many designations in my head. But the, but the point is this. The GTOs were always half of the, the price, less than half the price of those cars, right? And so... The Shelby Museum bought the GT40 that came in third place, I think, in the f- in the one two three finish. Yeah, yeah, that car sold at at Monterey two years ago, three years ago. You know, they bought that thing for nine seven or, mm-hmm. or something like that. When you take a Mustang and bump the Mustang to four million bucks, yeah. I'm sorry, but now the the GT40 just got bumped to fourteen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it 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 got shoved up too. It's going to push. It'll push the Cobras with good history up. Right. It'll it'll raise up the other. Just in general, the Mustang Fastbacks, even the street versions, the K-Code. Is that the K-Code ones? The, the K-Code ones are the Hypo ones. Yeah, those they're, are they're up. Really I, I, all, ones, all that stuff's just yeah. going up. Yeah. The, the, the Shelby stuff, and I've noticed like the 68 and the 69s, you know, the ones we don't like quite as much, those are popping up like yeah the shelby maybe it's the movie maybe it's the doc you know maybe it's the whatever the steeping process or something but that stuff is starting to pop up it feels like yeah. to me and, it, and it's 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 arguably in a weird time for it to start popping right now like 2020 has been a shit show you know in so many reasons but but that market seems to be doing pretty well i think i think the auction companies are a little surprised how well moving to online events would would be mm-hmm. um certainly you know we're fans of bring a trailer they've had a lot of success uh recently sold their company by the way and uh congratulations to those guys for that kind of deal and and i realized the indie event was a, an event but i think the amount of of online sales and internet sales that are happening now I, i'm sure gooding and rm are doing online only right at some they did a couple and uh, pretty pretty successful. If not the record number, they got a record amount of registered bidders, mm-hmm. right? And it's just creating awareness. It's getting more people into that world. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a gal last night about real estate, and she's like, it's – the real estate hasn't changed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the car, the vintage car. You know, I think people thought – well, there's a pandemic, so uh, everyone's going to get a, a nice big break on the real estate or purchase or, or classic car purchase. 
And maybe it's the opposite. Maybe maybe people are kind of realizing that that tangible, those tangible things yeah. versus whatever's in their IRA or whatever, or yeah. Bitcoin or something. Maybe they want something that's physical. I mean, look, they, they always say, you know, when the economy's going to shit, they go, you got to buy gold. You know, you got to yeah, have yeah. something tangible in your uh, portfolio. Well, maybe... Ken Miles Mustang, and maybe that's yeah, something tangible. At least it's more fun portfolio. than gold, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, and, and and the thing about about cars and real estate is, yeah, maybe there isn't huge changes in pricing, but there is in financing, mm-hmm. right? And those were the, those are where the deals are. And arguably, in some collector car world of financing, there's probably a little bit better rates, but uh, but for the most part, you know, new cars and and uh, and any houses, uh, rates are favorable. The um, the GT Roadster, the Ford GT40 Roadster was a no sale. Yeah. I don't like that it's called a Ford GT. <coughs> it's yeah. GT40 in my book. I agree. The GT40 Roadster, the, no sale. The high bid of 7.5, so the app said. I, I don't know. There's something going on with that car because it was for sale at another auction. I guess another Mecham auction. It didn't sell. Then this one, if the high bid is seven five and the estimate was like seven five to ten or nine or whatever it was, yeah, wouldn't the vig clearly put you into that range seven five plus seven hundred fifty thousand dollar? Yeah, you're at eight. It, two, you're at eight you know, three or you know, eight two five. And if that was in the room, it's twelve percent if you're whatever online or internet or something, right? So, right, which they'll probably change one of these days. Well, but <laughs> uh, but I mean, if everyone's online, but. Uh, there's something with that car. It just it, it got put up for sale a year or so ago. I was looking at it and mm. I was going, "What is this car doing here?" And then it got withdrawn. Yeah, it got pulled. And this out time of, uh, it was put up and not withdrawn, but it's still a no sale. I don't know if that car just gets put up for publicity sake. I don't know what the deal is, but there's something about there's something with that car that. I don't know if the car isn't right, but there's something about that car that it's not trying to be sold. It's, it's yeah, being it seems, used it seems as, weird. for something, but it's not. I don't think Meekum is trying to sell that car. Right. When we had Frank Meekum on, he was talking about um, you know a nice guy, very involved in the auctions. Uh, talked about how this is his dad's car. He's had it for a long time, did the restoration and stuff on it, and it's been in the collection. He didn't seem to know a whole lot about the car. Frank himself didn't seem to know a whole lot about the car, um, which, I don't know, it's like a little weird to me, but... Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't know who drove it at Lamar. Yeah. And he wasn't sure if it was like a 65 or 66. So it seemed something seemed a little wanky about it. And I don't... I mean, I don't care, and I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I just felt weird. It felt it felt like this car that there wasn't, or there was something wonky with a bid, or somebody and, raised a hand they weren't supposed to raise. Like something got a little weird with it. It just feels like there's not an intention to sell that car. Yeah, or maybe the intention is we'll sell that car if we get an incredible price for it, but we're not. And you know. As we said, the, the Ken Miles Mustang went for almost $4 million bucks. So maybe you're right to sit on that car for a little while. I would. Yeah. I mean, I'd say take it to Monterey, but there's no Monterey this year. But, right. Uh, but I guess there are still going to be auctions? Still going to be the online versions or some virtual versions of the auctions? I think 
I, I may be flip-flopping these, but like RM says, like we're having an online auction, mm-hmm. and Gooding is like, we'll see you next, we'll see you in 2021. <laughs> like, yeah. one of them, one of them is just kind of piling forward and doing lots of auctions and doing a whole online yeah, thing yeah. and shifting their model. And I think maybe Gooding is kind of saying, "Nah, eh, we'll we'll see you down the road," or, or or vice versa. But I think I think RM does have events coming up and gooding is just sort of saying i don't know we're going to regroup or we'll see you next year or or something but they don't seem to be aggressively pursuing the online model yeah which is i don't know it's kind of interesting i guess they have to kind of fill the docket and decide is it is it about the event or is it about uh you know uh, selling the cars and sometimes the I don't know. Sometimes it feels like to me the Monterey stuff is is more about the event as well. I mean, these auctions have been successful online, but it is more fun to go there and see what they have in yeah. their uh, in their docket. Um, let me hit this uh, Geico real, real quick. Uh, right now, Geico is offering an extra fifteen percent credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies, and that's fifteen percent on top of the money that Geico could already be saving you. So, uh, you know, what are you waiting for? You might as well go out there and give it a try. Go out in fifteen minutes; you could be saving this kind of money. Uh, what you should do is um, go to Geico dot com and uh, save an extra fifteen percent when you switch by October seventh. Just go to Geico dot com to learn more. It's Geico.com. So uh, we found the rims. Matt found the rims. We found the rims for the different drummer car. Yep. Uh, they're they're being shipped here. They're in the mail. I've never they're been more the... excited about anything <laughs> in my life. Well, which is interesting is because um, uh, you and I get to take a little, a little work trip to uh, visit Snap-on Tools, which I'm excited about, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just want to... Go to Snap On Tools yeah, and see what's going on. But we got to be wheels up in a few days. Well, as you're listening to this, we're already there. Uh, so I'm looking at the tracking number, going, "Man, I hope the wheels show up before we yeah. leave, because then we're going to be sitting on a plane and you know, oh. in, on Chicago and Wisconsin for three days, and then you got to go to Texas. It's going to be five days before you see the wheels. They're going to be sitting here. I know." <laughs> I know I cannot. Uh, I, I know I'm such a weirdo with with wheels. I don't know why. I can't figure that one out. But I, I want to uh, see them so you can so we can leave and Sean can like maybe try to get them sent out already to get magnafluxed or die checked or whatever. Right mm-hmm. while while you're gone, right? It'd be great if we can get that done. <clears throat> yeah. So what we're doing now is we're preparing the five ten. For Laguna's sake, uh, um, messing around a little bit with the stick shift, um, messing around a little bit with the seat height. Uh, the seat's too low, and it's all the way up on the brackets. So I got a hold of Warren over at Sparco, and I ordered a higher set of brackets. So mm, they have okay. a, they have kind of low boy seat mounting brackets, yeah. and they have the low boy ones are like go up to like four. Four and a half, and then they have that a taller one that goes up to like seven and a half or something like that. And uh, I like sitting up a little higher. It's, it's it. I, but tough though. You're a tall guy. You got the helmet on. It's a tiny car. When do you when do you hit your head or when there's, do you get kind of close? There's uh, a remarkable amount of headroom in those five tens. And I just you can if you lean the seat back a little bit too. You can lean it yeah. back. Yeah. I just got into the car and I sat in it and I was like, this feels weird. Feels low. 
And then I just threw a tape from the pan to the top of the seat uh, on the um, on the BRE 510 because I've driven that car a lot. And the seat's kind of where I like it and mm-hmm. sort of comfortable in it. And so I I threw a tape on that car, and you know, I, again, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting out a, a micrometer or anything. I just threw a tape put it down to the sheet metal pan, put it up to the top of the seat edge in the front, basically. It's round, you know, kind of to eyeball it. Yeah. But uh, it was like 11 inches. And then I walked to the different drummer car, and I did the same thing, and it was like 8 inches. Yeah. So okay. I, it, it needs to come up like 3 inches. That's kind of felt about right for me. So we'll do the seat brackets. We're going to try to figure out the stick shift uh the stick shift where it's mounted and sort of how big the throw is and where it kind of bends. And I'm going to figure that out. Um, I'm also going to take a couple of hot laps around the neighborhood. That's that what thing. I was thinking. Like, Might as well sure. get in it and, and just go take it to the home Depot. See yeah. what's going on over there. Do a couple of donuts <laughs> in the lot there, but yeah. I, I just want to feel, feel how it tracks and how it, how it pulls and yeah. how it revs and blah, blah, blah. So, we're uh, we're getting that. I, I think you should jump on the freeway and haul ass to the new shop in that car. Just open it up. <laughs> just stretch its legs. Just go. <laughs> well, it would be fun. I, I you, mean, during the day, there's no lights. You could get on the freeway right here and just go to the next exit. I know. Just, but going north is a shit show because the road sucks. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I kind of feel like that, like from here to the new shop, is a good little, <laughs> good little run. Well, it... The, the car looks semi-street legal, sort of, kind of. Anyway, yeah. I drove. Listen, when I when I bought my first uh, BRE clone, I bought a BRE clone car from Les down in Vista, California, mm-hmm. which is like San Diego. I drove it home. Like yeah. <laughs> it, it was a. I mean, it was street legal, but it was still a five ten. BRE clone yeah. car, pretty much. Like you, you, you look at some of the shit that's on the roads in LA, and I'm not just talking about with a plate versus no license oh, plate. I, I passed, just, I passed like a gardening truck dually today <laughs> with like five different colored fenders on it. The <laughs> tailgate was like swinging in the wind, and yeah. I'm like, no way, that thing is so much more dangerous than uh, driving a five ten. I'm saying, plus yeah. the five ten, everyone will see you on the road. There's no real danger of like, oh, I didn't see the guy, or you know. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. You know? So we'll you get that. Stretch its legs a little we'll bit. We'll get that sorted out. The uh, Lambo 400 GT sold for uh, 363 all in, which is a good price for that car. It's a fair price. It's a decent price. It was unrestored, but it looked pretty clean. Um, had a couple of dings in it. I saw in the pictures, but it looked pretty pretty straight and everything. Uh, you know, it's good that you can sell a vintage Lambo at Mecham in Indiana, where you couldn't you couldn't do it before. I mean, right. it just that wouldn't have been the right auction for that car. That car got good money at that at that place. It's also it's kind of an argument once again, though, for like bring a trailer because bring a trailer. Um, and I've been saying this to Matt for pert near five years now. At the beginning, he had one eyebrow raised a little bit, but now 
I think he's uh, 100% on board, which is everyone is doing the 10% VIG math. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and these cars have a price. You know, this is 363 The ones seem pretty clean, sold on uh, Bring a Trailer for like 368 or something like that. Yeah. But, but, but whoever's bidding is, you know, when they get to 330 it's time to stop. Right, uh, because right, they're doing the math. They're on, doing, on they're the, doing on, the math now. The guys on the fees. The guy who's yeah. selling the car, yeah. the guy who sold it on Bring a Trailer, got three sixty, three sixty eight for his Lambo. Yeah. This guy got three thirty. <laughs> yeah, he he just left thirty five grand on the on the table essentially, and everyone's doing that math. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, if you if you have this car and you know that the cars, it's basically. Three fifty to four hundred. That's that's the price of the car. Why are you taking it down to the auction and having everyone else stall out at three thirty, three twenty five? Yeah. You know, and they're yeah. doing that math now. This this particular car, like I get your point. Now, this particular car, when we spoke to Frank Meekum, he said it was a part of a collection, and they signed a deal for the whole collection. So it kind of is what it is. Right. But yes, on an individual basis, like why. Why not explore other opportunities or bring a trailer or something, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, what I would do is I would put it up on bring bring a trailer with a, uh, you know, with a reserve mm-hmm. of, you know, 350 or, or whatever, whatever that thing is. Anyway, uh, look, variety, alternatives, um, not only is it good if you're selling a car, but it also forces the other companies to adjust, negotiate, you know, because when, you know, you're bringing, you're bringing your Lambo 350 or your Lambo 400 GT to Gooding or RM or whatever in Monterey, and they're going, hey, uh, we need this or we need that. You go, hmm, well, I could bring it to bring a trailer. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> they don't need as much stuff. And now, now you have to, you know, it's yeah. going, it's going to force everybody to kind of raise their game. You know, I, we've always said that the the car auction world was very much a, a a hospitality thing as well, right? And you develop the relationships with with your friends at the auctions, the Meekums and RMs and Goodings of the world. And I think still a lot of the business that happens is is that it comes from those relationships, comes from a certain amount of loyalty and guys that have been buying and selling with these companies for years and years and and. That part I respect. You know, sometimes it leaves a little money on the table. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, I think that's still happening a lot now. And I wonder when that starts to uh, starts to fade off, mm-hmm. you know. So the uh, I'm looking down here. So, you know, we'll go to Monterey. We'll have a run group. We'll do two runs on Saturday. We'll do two runs on Sunday. Um, we'll – I'm hoping for – 20 cars, maybe more in, uh, in my sort of B sedan run group. Um, and the cars will be fast cause there'll be guys who want to drive and they're letting us run the Hoosier R sevens, um, which is a faster non vintage kind of a, a tire. Yeah. They usually make you run the street TDs. I had the, uh, had my favorite email, which is I was saying to the uh, guys putting the thing together. I was like, "What? Which tires do, are, do we get to run?" 
and because they normally make you run the Hoosier Street TD. It's got a little bit of a tread. Looks a little more vintage. Yeah. Uh, historical or whatever. And then the the R7s just kind of just kind of look like race slicks. Yeah, you know? it's more of a track so day. I said, which tires do we get to run? And he writes back, the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, let me write another email now. Yeah, yeah, like, let's I, do another write line. a book called, let me write another email now. <laughs> I, I say to people all the time, hey, uh, where do you want to meet and what time? And they go, we'll meet at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And then they send that That's back. It. And then I go, okay, now the other part. Yeah. What time? Mm. Yes. Hoosier, Hoosier. Hoosiers makes 13 different varieties of race tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so to say you can run the Hoosiers doesn't mean... Oh. So last year, that wouldn't have meant anything. You could, you'd, you'd show up in your R7s and they go, get the hell out of here yeah. this year. You have some good news, Max Zapata? Rims oh, arrived what? at the other shop. How is this even possible? I just put up a picture of Sean at the other shop. Just texted me this photo. Wow. We, we live in a world where mail has been three days late across the board, and wheels have just showed up. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Well, we got to wrap up this pod. Yeah, we got to bring <laughs> it home. I'm going to bring them here. They're burning a hole in me. I, you know, I wonder. I, at least Sean took a picture of the ones we want, not the not the goofy third wheel. They're magnesium. I wonder how light they feel compared to Well, it looks the like they got ones. them all in one box. Yeah. And well, there's 13 sevens. brought over here? Yeah. Bring yeah. one. Uh, yeah, grab one. See, what, see what, they, what they look like. All right. If Jose's wearing a black shirt, make him bring a wheel over here. <laughs> Jose wears a black shirt. I saw him this morning. He's wearing his, his black dress shirt. Well, I couldn't tell. Maybe it's a black work shirt. Yeah. He wears the same. <laughs> I say to him every day, I go, which black shirt is that? And he goes, this is my church shirt. And then I'll ask him the next day, I'll go, which black shirt are you? And then sometimes I'll go, this is my Wednesday shirt. But he wears a black T-shirt. Black T-shirt. Every- we were in Monterey. We were like, all right, everybody go to the track. Let's go back. Let's wash up. We've got an event to go to. He just put on a clean black T-shirt and, and khakis. He's like, we're like, Jose, we got an event. He's like, yeah, this is my nice black shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know, Sean. And Sean told him. Get something with buttons on it, dude. Yeah, maybe a collar. Maybe even a collar. Maybe buttons and a collar. <laughs> All right. So uh, the rims have showed up. We're now officially excited. Now, got to get that tire mounted and get on the car. <laughs> well, the good news is, is now we can see these things before we're wheels up. And we can decide. It'd be nice if we can get them sent out and inspected. And by the time we get back, we have a we have a yay or nay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. If, Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. If magnesium is cracked, I don't know that there's much you can do about it. I don't know that there's any process for repair. Mm. I don't I don't think. I, I think you're in, in the racing world especially, I think you're you're done. I yeah. think uh I think you start making some nice Replicas. coffee tables coffee tables. Yeah. Out of those and scanning them first. 
All right, let me hit uh, Bet Online. No shortage of action at our uh, exclusive with our exclusive partner, BetOnline.ag. Sports, they're coming back. UFC, NASCAR, boxing, soccer. Bet Online has the best odds for the uh, upcoming games. You need more. Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, UFC daily, also live casino games, poker tournaments, best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag. Use your mobile device. Join with the promo code podcast one for your sign up bonus. You want to get in on the action? You guys, uh, maybe you don't want to go into a casino and uh, deal with all the particles and the spittle floating around in the air conditioning system, then head to your computer or use your phone. Visit betonline.ag, our exclusive partner at Podcast One. Don't forget, use the promo code Podcast One for your sign-up bonus today. So get in on some of the action. Again, UFC, NASCAR, NASCAR's back. Mm -hmm. UFC's never really left. Your online sportsbook experts. Oh, man, the Na- rim. NASCAR did a, an event, a social distancing event. Yeah. And they still got 20,000 people. I heard 30, but that was just... <laughs> Whatever. Who the hell knows and, and the number was like, they're like, oh, this is the largest like, live event we've been able to, to pull off. Yeah, I don't know if they were at Charlotte. I, mean, I can't remember where they were, but the facility seemed to hold... to The capacity for the facility was probably... 150 or 200,000. They put 20, 30,000 people in and they mm-hmm. didn't. But still, when Ryan Newman or whoever the hell won the race and he's doing the donuts, everyone still just piled up against the fence where he was. Yeah. You know, with <laughs> no masks, just mashed <laughs> up against that, you know, 20 foot yeah. stretch of fence. So the people that were socially distancing out in the, in the bleachers, when it came time for him to jump out of the car, and jump on the roof of the car and the track and do the donuts. Everyone just piled down to that one area yeah. and mashed up against the uh, mashed up against the fence, which is fine with me. I mean, fine I'm, with me. I'm, I'm going to Texas to do stand up. That's right. You know, good so. thing they didn't run California. Gavin Newsom would have been pissed. Oh man. Oh, uh, not only that, but how about just the donuts? <laughs> <laughs> just the smoke in the air. Yeah. Um, uh, just a, a quick shout out to uh, to our friend Simon Pagano. Uh, they were running all the uh, IndyCar races, and Simon went out to qualify. And I know a lot of you guys watch this, and you know he's a friend of ours. He went out to qualify, had, I believe, a fuel pump issue, did not qualify, had to start back of the pack, 23rd. Through his driving, his team, and a good strategy, he wins the race. He goes from back of the pack wow. to to podium to to first place finish and wins the race. Wow, that's that's a feat. And uh, he and his team crushed it on that one. Like just did just a great strategy and making that making that happen. That's a I. I'm very familiar with that feeling because <laughs> I'm in the habit of going from like 23rd to 19th. place that's how i roll but but jesus that's amazing and i think i think i was watching the uh 12 hours of sebring the other day and uh pagino was running in that i think i saw his name or maybe it's maybe it was bourdain i'm trying to i I well he does sports car racing as well we do know that i think he was running in like a gtp or I, i don't know what all the names are but but he was 
running one of those prototype classes, and they're in with the sports cars, obviously. Yeah. And the new vets are out there. The new vets. The new with the mid-engines. And uh, I was talking to Patrick Dempsey about uh, some of his favorite tracks, and because I was talking about going to Spa in Belgium, you know, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, yeah, it's a great track. And I was like, yeah, what, what else do you like? What some of the tracks you like? And I was kind of expecting a spa Belgium kind of answer. And he said, uh, I like Sebring. Yeah. And I said, Sebring's okay. flat and it's on a airfield, right? And he's like, yeah, but it's really bumpy <laughs> and it's weird. And it's like, it's kind of cool. And I was like, you know, I've done, you know, we used to do the Coronado race. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like on a flat airfield with like cones and shit, you know, around. Yeah. And, and cement chicanes and for cement, some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a stupid. Anyway. Yeah. There, there's a, the reason I put that, no, the chicane are, the chicane are cones. They put those cement barrier at the end of this fucking straightaway into this hairpin yeah. thing that I ended up hitting. But the reason that thing is there is, and it shouldn't be, because that's everyone just piles into this turn and has yeah. the whatever. And anyway. Well, they got the fuel tanks. There's like the, a, there's a fuel filler the, yeah, or something. Yeah. They put it there. But it's still like 50 feet for, <laughs> farther away than it should be. It should be. Anyway. Could have. Got right. some tires and stuff first. And, yeah. Oh, no, tires fuck up a car. Oh, they do. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, some tires would be nice. But anyway, um, so I, uh, so, um, the fuck. So he said, but that track is so bumpy. bumpy. Yeah. It's like bump. And when you see those prototypes, which are just rock hard, mm-hmm. just going down that super bumpy airstrip or whatever it is, it's like, but it, it's true. It kind of adds to the flavor of the whole thing. And obviously the whole thing's flat. There's nothing, there's yeah. no camber on it. Uh, but I, I was watching that and I, I, I can't, I think the Corvettes may have won their class. I don't know. We should, uh, we should look, we should look into it or Max Paddle look into it. But it, at Sebring must have just run the other day. Here comes the rims. Oh, it's man, exciting. look at that. Let me grab one of these. Oh, they brought both of them? All right. Well, they're, it's pretty light. I, I can't tell if it's light because it's magnesium or it's because it's a 13.7. Yeah, it's, 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 it's about right, but it's light. But it looks cool. Yeah. And it's got some lip. It looks like the offset is about right. Uh, yeah, offset's about four inches. Yeah. Or so. I don't know. Well, what. Sean should throw one on, right? Uh, like just for clearance, the bright, bright clearance. and Yeah. This one's got a cobweb on it. You and I are the same way. Like, <laughs> if, if you're going to sell something, wipe it down. Yeah. We're sort of that way. But all right. It looks um, looks to be in decent, in decent shape. And yeah, it's a 13.7 and it's a light. Looks strong enough. I think we can run this. That's uh, and it's got a good. That's the goofy one. Oh, I got the goofy. Oh, oh, that's I the goofy one. I Here's the other one. That's why he, he oh, brought. Yeah, yeah that's one, why he brought two. We right, got one of yeah. each, each, each side. So there's each one. Guy. One of them is a goofy one. Yeah. See, he'll hold it up. You'll see it in the pictures. But uh, we talked about the spokes going to the edges of of the rim, and the one Adam's holding, the spokes go to the edge. And then the right. one down here on the floor, they're sunken into the dish. So we've got three of the ones that we want. 
So if you guys make it out to the track, uh, don't stand at the passenger side rear because that's oh, where the goofy that, wheel. That's where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, there's also, <laughs> I'm now realizing the one is heavier. The one, the goofy one is heavier. Yeah. I'm. We got a scale back there, Maxipana? I think so. Let me check. Let's see if we can figure out a way. Even if you have to put it on a piece of wood, you know, like to. You can just lean the tip of this thing. We got to weigh these. We got to weigh these. Oh, yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. We're we're going to dig into some scales. Hold on. We should should weigh them because I don't know what the implications are in the unsprung world of having one lighter. Yeah. You know, one tire, one corner that's a pound lighter or something like that. I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, you can make the argument the driver sits on one side and then, oh, you know, yeah. and, and unless you corner balance the car with you in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something yeah. like that. It's, and, a good, uh, it's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, yeah, it's the... Uh, see if, yeah, it's a good point, uh, although this is unsprung. It's unsprung. Anyway, we're excited. All right, he's, let me hit this JB well while he's weighing those things. Uh, you guys have some DIY projects at home you want to get through? Well, you can save money and avoid paying a repairman. Check this out. Maybe you have big or small repairs, home or garage. There's, there's ordinary household stuff, but why, why go with ordinary? When you need strong, there's a better choice. We're proud to have JB Weld as a sponsor here. They're great. Uh, we met the guys. We know the guys. Uh, Adam went on a date with the owner, I think. Yeah. The pros and DIYers uh, have trusted JB Weld for over 50 years, and it's proudly made in the USA. I like that part. Keep JB Weld in your in your toolbox, a kitchen drawer, or a craft room. Uh, you know, you can use it for metal, wood, plastic, glue. Uh, don't just glue it. JB Weld it. I like that they have, like, high-temp stuff, too, right? Cause yeah. Because it's always about, especially on the I car I just stuff. use their super, I think they call it super weld super on weld. my phone, yeah. It's available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, and more. Check it out. jbweld.com is the website. So Max Zapata's Wang, he's got the scale in here. Yeah. I, you could probably just like lean it on its corner and hold it up with a finger if it's not if it's Trying not to figure out how to. I have them both at 11.2. Really? Oh, all right. Well, if they're both the same. Well, look, it'd be curious to, it'd be curious to, I'd be curious to uh, weigh uh, a Libra or Panasport. I bet a Panasport's heavier. Panasport's got a lot of spokes. It's like a heavy duty, heavy duty rim. All right, so, so you, you think 11-2 for the pair. Look, if one was 8 and one was 11, I would say, hey, but if it's 11 and 11-2. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's, yeah. 11-2, it's lightweight for a wheel. You've got to get into that 13 by 7 world to get 11-2. Yeah, that's, uh, that's light. And again, uh, yeah, I'd be curious what a Libra or Panasport or whatever whatever those uh now that you could probably look up i bet uh maybe just do a quick search for a panasport 13 by 7 wheel weight mm-hmm. and I, I i bet something comes up uh of course it'll be like here's the 15 and well <laughs> uh this is a uh this is a victory by any measure for good 
Matt, the moderator, <laughs> DeAndrea, because he found these rims and, and a testament to the community, which is uh, you guys, right? I mean, the community of people who yeah. listen, who share, who go, who do social media. Because how did we find these rims? It was, we, we hit the pod, we went on social media, we put the call out there, and, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, it took a little while, but um, but thanks, uh, you guys, for for following through and 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 retweeting and reposting and 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 you know getting it out there. But uh, here they are. You can't stop staring at them. No, I can't. And <laughs> You're al- so interested now. I'm also realizing that the ones where the spokes come out to the edge, they don't come all the way out to the edge. They come close, close to out to the uh, edge. But it's uh, it's interesting. So, yeah, you guys, uh, look, this is the, uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those uh, TV shows where the kid's abducted and then they yeah. put the info out there and then they find the kid. But this is better. This is better. <laughs> because I got rims. <laughs> this is better. And you, you know, just have your stupid kid back. When you really start to look at it, the, the ones with the spokes coming out that we wanted really looks kind of rougher, much more prototype right? Mm-hmm. And then... Here the spokes are a little sharper and the casting's a little cleaner and you can kind of see a difference between the two. And it maybe had to do with with hey, that one has ended up being a lot easier to cast with the sunken in spokes and I yeah. guess that's why these were so goddamn hard to find. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh we'll see. I was even talking to Sean or, or maybe you about faking the the rim and making it look in it. Yeah, might be able to put a little balsa wood fake spoke <laughs> extension <laughs> extension on there. So uh, good news, and uh, we'll check those and bead blast them and mount the tires and check the setback and all all that good stuff. I, I just from an eyeballing standpoint, they they seem about right with the uh, with the setback um, on them. Um, so there's good, the, the Goodwood Revival and Festival Speed is going to be replaced by the Goodwood Speed Week? Yeah, so I added this. Uh, I just wanted to, to, to plug it. We know the Goodwood Revival and the Festival Speed, both events were officially canceled, and it was going to be nothing was going to happen for the year. Um, but now they've come up with this Goodwood Speed Week, which is a lovely name, but it's not a full week. It's just a few days. And... Uh, they are doing vintage races like the Revival, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing the rally car stuff in the woods, and they're doing like some time trial stuff with supercars, which they don't allow on the track because everything is vintage. So this is going to be uh, – Duke of Richmond says this is the only time we're going to allow the supercars on the track, modern-day stuff, and do some timing, and it won't happen again. I'm Maybe if there's another pandemic, who knows? What supercars mean? Like modern modern day stuff. You know, run run. Uh, I don't know. Run the McLarens and 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 stuff up there. But in race trim. I don't know that it has to be in race trim. They're they're because they're doing time trial stuff, right? So they're saying, hey, we're going to start setting down laps. And he said, every supercar that goes out there arguably can set a lap record because we've never done it in the past. We're not going to do it again unless you get two, you know, McLaren P ones out there. Then only one of them is going to get. Yeah, the record. Uh, but what's interesting is they're stepping up their game on how they're filming it, and they're going to stream everything live. So what he's trying mm-hmm. to do is an event without spectators, mm-hmm. but 
everything's going to be streamed on live, uh, str- online, well, I be. assume live, over the course of several days. And I kind of love that part. That's great watching, great viewing. Uh, I mean, the anyone who's been there live knows how great it is. But anyone who's watched a Goodwood revival race on, on, on the Internet, it's, it's amazing racing. Um, I'm curious on the supercar because the track was sort of closed down because it was too dangerous for cars that were too fast. Mm -hmm. So I I think the technology and the speed of the cars outgrew the track, and then the track became too dangerous. And it makes you – I think McLaren was killed there testing. I do believe – I'm pretty sure it was in England, Bruce McLaren – See if, hey, Max Pat, see if Bruce McLaren was killed at uh, Goodwood testing, or maybe it was at like Silverwood or some, some, it was in England, I think. I don't know if it's Goodwood or not. Anyway, uh, it became too dangerous. So now I know they're not, they're doing time trials. They're not right, doing so they're not side by side. And, yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I, I wonder if they're going to just make those cars have cages and whatever safety whatever or, or they're going to edit the track a little maybe come come up with a way mm. to sort of cone off a few things and maybe you know the crazy chicane that they put in yeah you know maybe they don't have that and and then they you know have some slower areas well you know, they're be, gonna have the crazy chicane because that that's there to slow people down um he crashed at the uh, levant straight goodwood circuit 1970 yeah. testing uh, mclaren um yeah. Well, that's, that's, this event is going to be October 16. So he was 18. alone on the track, is what <laughs> I'm saying. He was testing. Yeah. Was actually, so in the, actually, it wasn't clear to me when they said they were going to do the time trial, but he said it was on the track that the supercars had never been on. Because my first thought was they're going to run the revival track and then they're also going to run the hill climb, you mm-hmm. know, the, the driveway. Right. Uh, but then they said, oh, but we've never done the supercars before, and this is the only time we're ever going to do it. So I guess they're going to do something on the on the track. Yeah. Well, it'll be good viewing, and um, and they are going to have the vintage they, race. They are going to well. have the vintage race, and they are going to have, like, the manufacturer booths and new car, like, displays and presentations, and they're just going to come up with a way to film the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't know, just, I don't know if there's going to be... Uh, I assume sort of like segment reporters and people on site and jump from camera to camera and then uh, something along the lines of that. I think it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I would recommend if you don't follow Goodwood on Instagram, I think they have a Goodwood festival of speed like goodwood fos and goodwood like revival that are constantly showing clips and it's great stuff you see crazy hill climb stuff mm-hmm. and then they'll always show a, a clip of be like here we are we got three cobras on there and then you're like here's one on three wheels as he's going through the chicane like just the high speed stuff we always talk about the cars the guys in the jags just sawing at the wheel coming around that corner on Instagram, it's great recaps of all those little videos. They're constantly showing just clips of the, of those guys uh, doing all that stuff. Here's uh, yeah. Chris has shown it's, us. This is uh, hill climb. Yeah. 
driving him? Oh, he's got a Ferrari? A six cylinder Alpha, a V8 oh, Alpha. Alpha, and now a 12 cylinder oh, Alpha. This is Alpha. It's oh, this is right. Who's taking the wheel? Yeah, they. You know, the, the, the thing about, you know, I try to explain to everyone all the time is they go, like, oh, it's a, it's a vintage race. So, you know, you're not really tacking it up or whatever. <laughs> I go. I, it, yes, it is because it's a race, and and once you're racing, you're racing. It's 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 human nature. Well, it's human nature for those humans. Yeah, you're taking race car drivers, you're putting them out on a track in a race car. You don't you don't think they're going to be racing? They're they're fucking racing. I mean, Goodwood's insane what those guys are doing to each other. Yeah, yeah. There's another. This is Festival of Speed. That's a good one. There's a there's another account. I think it's their Goodwood Revival account, and they show. Uh, well, one they had the one with the, all the Daytonas, the uh, right. the Shelby Daytonas when they, right. they did their lab. They're like, this is pretty much now all that, of them. <laughs> and that was that was that was kind of a parade. Line. That was kind of that the, was meant to be. But, but during the GT race, they're just going at it. Yeah. And and the thing that's crazy in those races is in some of the classes they have these big Ford comets or whatever the yeah. fuck they are. It's like a big old... The galaxies. They run a galaxy. galaxy. They run these yeah. big ass. And then there's a guy in a Mini Cooper. <laughs> and the guy in the Mini Cooper and the guy in the Galaxy are doing the exact same lap times. It, but, but it's funny how they do it because when they get into the turns and the chicanes, that Mini Cooper darts through. And then when they get to... A, a straight area that the galaxy just blows by them and, and they just play this catch up, this, this cat and mouse game the whole time. Yeah. But a minute ago, you were talking about the prototypes. You were watching the, the race and you were saying the prototypes when they hit the bumps are just so stiff and, uh, and there's not a lot of movement on them, right? And then when you watch revival footage, those cars had so much flex in them. You see them coming around a turn and just like one wheel's in the air and there's three on the ground and the thing's all twisted up and the guy's sawing at the wheel trying to keep that one wheel. He's got one wheel he's steering with around a corner. Well, the crazy thing is at Goodwood is they go through the chicane, they go down the front straightaway, they go into this right-hand sweeper, and at some point it'll start drizzling. (laughs) (laughs) And the track will be wet, and the same guys in the Jags and the Aston Martins and the Ferraris, Ferrari GTOs, they'll still be going for it, but now it's raining. (laughs) That's raining. Jesus Christ. I got to get in a Cortina and get into that race. Well, this is is kind of a cool event because I'm I'm putting this out on the radar here. October is coming up sooner rather than later, but I didn't. I don't know who's going. I don't know what the, the process is. There's no spectators, but. What, is, what does that mean? Who's signing up to run the cars? Well, we should look into it. Let me tell you about uh, well, Max Pattis got a Cortina, oh, Cortina. C- going around that uh, track. And it's, look I, at that it, sedan Mini behind Cooper. him. It's, it's the greatest. Look at this Jag sedan. These guys are on 13, 13-inch rims on those Cortinas with like a 70 series tire on it, like a Tires like five and a half inches wide. Look at the body roll. Everyone's just sliding <laughs> all over the place. And I know this this notion of like, oh, these guys are kind of taking their car out for a walk. It's like they're all going berserk on each other. And they come into this. Oh, that guy's locking up the brakes, oh. passing them on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Those little minis haul ass. 
And they're so competitive, I should know. I've raced with those guys before. <laughs> also, it's a mindset. Like, if you, if you think you're going to drive a Mini competitively, then you're a nut. And, <laughs> and you're going for it. And, of course, the guys with the 50s Jag sedan is back there sawing away at the wheel, too. And everyone is just going for it all the time. And they're yeah. always sliding around. And, and, and There's I, so much passing. And and again, the fact that anyone would mistake this is a, like uh, or dismiss it as like parade laps or guys mm-hmm. out there taking it easy or you know whatever it is, they are not. They do not. They are fucking going for it as hard as they can. And now the Jag just just tucks in. He's got wire wheels with knockoffs. <laughs> Look at him slide the rear out. A set of golf clubs in the back. <laughs> In the he's, trunk. He's trying to drink his tea. He's slide around. The, the, the Cortina <laughs> is four inches behind the guy in the, in the Jag, and he's not going to let him off the hook. And, and the car's got tons of body roll. But the, is there anyone out here that's not going as fast as they can possibly go yeah. when, they're, when they're going for it? And now everyone's just, they're just sliding. They're just sawing away at the, at the wheel. And it's such... It's such a good time to be a part of it, and it's so beautiful out there. And the the you'll have the Lancasters and the Spitfires flying overhead. It's just it's the best. You guys yeah. got to get out there. I, I'm telling you, just watch a few of these clips on Instagram. If you're listening to this show, you're going to love those clips because that's <laughs> that's it. All right, let me hit uh, Madison Reed, Mister Working from Home, starting uh, to notice the coworkers' uh, gray hairs on the uh, video calls. Thinking about coloring yours or theirs or your own or their own? Well, you're not alone. Madison Reed Mister. Gray blending, natural color for your hair and your beard as well. You can uh, see the before and after shots. It looks amazingly, it's very natural looking. They've got this stuff worked out. It's not like the old days. Uh, It's not that shoe polish look. Maybe you just want a little more uh, pepper, a little less salt up there. Madison Read Mister makes it easy. Find your color and match it up. Just go to the website, find your color and match it up. It's easy, quick. It's simple. You apply uh, the color gel and uh, you do it to your dry hair and uh, hit the activator. Wait ten minutes. Rinse. Shampoo. And uh, Bob's your uncle. You're done. Am I right, uh, Matt? Yeah. Go to MadisonReedMR.com. That's uh, MadisonReedMR. It's M A D I S O N R E E D M R. Dot com and use code Adam for ten percent off plus free shipping on your first box. Again, that's MadisonReedMR.com and a code Adam. All right, uh, Dallas, Texas, coming up tonight and tomorrow. Live podcasts and stand up over there at the Addison Improv, and then San Antonio the following week, uh, July thirty first through the through August first. So come on out, Texas. We're doing shows, baby. So uh, say hi. I'm your emotional sport animal. It's available as we speak. It's out on Amazon. Bookmark us. Click through. It's a good read. What do you got, uh, Motorator? Yeah, follow me at Motorator on uh, social media, and I'll grab a shot of these wheels, too. Put them up there. So, till next time, Adam Crow for Matt the Motorator. DeAndre saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. 
CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. And that's 15% on top of the money Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? Just go to geico.com and save 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. That's geico.com. Sports keep coming back, and so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Major League Baseball will finally start the summer this weekend, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Bet Online has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And as sports start to return, Bet Online has sat down with Eddie George from the NFL, Robert Ory, seven time NBA champ, and Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball to get their opinions on what it'll be like playing to get their opinions on what it will be like playing without fans and what they've called fandemic. Visit BetOnline today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back sports bonuses. Visit BetOnline today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, BetOnline, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Looking for the perfect gift? Check out a Visa Virtual Account, available at giftcards.com. Gifting a Visa Virtual Account is easy. Simply select your gift amount, add optional personalization, and click Send. A thoughtful gift delivered in moments. As one of the world's most recognized brands, virtual Visa cards are secure, never expire, and work for any budget. They're also eco-friendly. Eliminate the need for plastic with a virtual gift delivered straight to their inbox. Whether you're shopping for a family member, friend, coworker, or client, a Visa virtual account is always the perfect fit. Visa virtual accounts can be used online anywhere Visa is accepted, so the possibilities are endless. They're convenient to send and easy to spend, making it the perfect gift for any occasion. Start gifting your virtual visa today at www.giftcards.com virtual. Want to know the best way to give a last-minute gift without stressing about shipping, wrapping, or getting just the right thing? Gift a tree. With one tree planted, you can give a donation to plant one, ten, or hundreds of trees on behalf of someone you love. This is a seriously sustainable gift that will last a lifetime. And the best part? You'll get one free tree and an awesome e-card to send as a gift. Visit OneTreePlanted.org and enter code HOLIDAYS at checkout for your free tree. Then sit back and relax. We'll do all the planting. 